Good morning, good morning, happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath, everybody. It is indeed a privilege and an honor to be in God's space just one more time. Hallelujah, God is good. Another week, another Sabbath, another year, uh, 2022. Amen, God is good and he is truly worthy to be praised. Listen, we wanna take this opportunity to just welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise Church family. We wanna thank you for taking time out and joining in with us and spending this time with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. So listen, go ahead and let your family and your friends know that we are in the space, that we are back at it, that we are here, that we are alive and we are well. Again, thank you so much for taking time out. I was looking over some of the feeds and over some of the um, comments and we have individuals that are joining us all the way in South Africa. So we wanna just say welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen, God is good and he is truly, truly worthy of 
to be praised. Um, again, we just wanted to share with you just a couple of announcements as we move forward and our time together. Listen, go ahead and let your family and friends know that we're here in the space, that we are um, up and running, that we are live and well. Listen, we're going to be um, doing this. Amen. We know that the numbers are increasing. A lot is going on. Um, so we just want you to stay encouraged. We want you to stay uplifted. We want you to stay inspired um, because truly, truly the God that we serve is mighty and he has everything under um, control. Um, just want to share with you just a couple of things. We want to remind you who are in the um, Central States Conference, our church family here at Tabernacle of Praise. Uh, we want to encourage you that this year we will be having our GC session here in St. Louis. So we want you to be prepared as we get um, the items laid out, things laid out as we begin to minister and witness to our community. Um, you know, GC brings a lot of people in. It would be a little different this year. Um, it would be a little different this year, but nonetheless, uh, we will still be having our GC session during this time. Also, also, we want to let you know that our Central States Conference, we will be celebrating 75 years. Amen. 75 years strong. So we'll have an awesome camp meeting this year. We will be in person. So we want you to mark your calendars for that date as well as we will be at our conference office where we will be celebrating 75 years um, going strong, moving forward. Amen moving forward. This year, we're moving forward um, in the name of Jesus, and there will be a special um, day of celebration um, on that Sunday, so we want you to mark your calendars for that date as well. Again, we want to welcome all of you who have been visiting with us at the Tabernacle of Praise Church family. Um, we are here virtually. Um, we thank God for this platform. We thank God for Facebook, YouTube, and all the different platforms that we have um, that, that the Lord has blessed us to be able to minister on. Um, and so thank you so much again. We want to also celebrate all birthdays. I don't know who's celebrating um, birthdays in the month of January. I know my brother, I have a brother, I mean, uh, um, my brother is celebrating um, his birthday um, this month in the month of January. Um, and so I don't know if you're all celebrating birthdays, but we want to wish you a happy, happy birthday. Also, we want to wish all of those that are celebrating anniversaries in the month of January, this brand new year. Amen. Some of us thought we wouldn't make it to 2022. Um, some of us thought our marriages, come on, somebody wouldn't make it to 2022, but we are here and we are strong and we thank God for you. So at this time, before we go to our stewardship piece, we just want to invite you to just bow your heads and just pray a prayer of prayer with me at this time. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, we are truly thankful for um, another Sabbath. We thank you for this platform that you have provided for us to be able to share this gospel message. We thank you for all of our family and friends, those that have taken time out to spend this time with us. We are truly, truly thankful for this platform and this privilege. So we invite your presence now. Um, we thank you, oh God, for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. At this time, we'll have our um, stewardship piece from Sister Lakita Carroll. Good morning, everybody. It is really great to see a new year. It's so exciting. Um, you know, if you look back on last year, how did my life change? And hopefully everybody's life changed a little bit for the better. And if not, we're going to be more intentional this year about making sure our lives change for the better. Um, so in fact, I want everybody to prepare to be blessed this year. 
you know, so last year, if we bombed out, let's prepare to be blessed this year. Blessed. So I would, like, I would like to share a nugget with um, you from a sermon that I heard last, last week. And it's just about four points that I would like to point out. This is a story about the widow who went to Elisha because her sons were at risk to be sold into a debt or slavery. So she went to him to ask for help. So the first thing I want to point out with her is that she had wasted time trying to figure it out by herself. Finally, she used her time, which is time, talent, temple, treasure, is stewardship. That's your life. She used her time to ask for help. And guess what? She went to the person whom she knew could help her. So you have to know who to who can help you before you ask for help. So, and we know that God can help us in our things. So we start right there. Then he asked her, Well, what do you have in the house? And she replied, I only have a few pots of oil or a small bit of oil in a pot. And so then um, he said, all right. And he gave her some instructions. But I want to point out this. God will use what you have already to bless you. Now, I want to say that again. God will use what you already have to bless you. So don't underestimate him. You know, when we're trying to figure it out, we discount a bunch of stuff. But God will use what you have already to bless you. So he immediately instructed her to go get some pots, some worse pots, and not a few. So he didn't say, go get a cup, go get a little plate. He said, go get some pots, pots usually, and not a few of them. That means a lot. And so this is step three. A lot of times we're praying, 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 and we're using our time correctly. But then there's another way to use our time. We have to follow instructions. We have to pray, ask God, read his word, study, know what God's requirements are in order to be blessed. And then we have to do what he says. So she got big pots from all over. She was expecting big blessings. Now, if you go get a little cup, that's what you're going to get. But if you go get those big pots, you're going to get all that God has for you and more because she had enough oil to sell for the rest of her life and it, it took care of her. And then she is so, and then she followed his instructions and then she instructed her sons. So go get help. Don't just languish in this thing and God tells you what to do, but you may not have all the information or even the physical ability to go do it. Go get help. Once the Lord tells you, you start looking for help to complete the job because you're expecting a big blessings. So you have to do something big and you may not be able to do it by yourself. Don't underestimate God. Spend time with God this year and then prepare to be blessed. Don't estimate what, uh, what he is doing for you already and make sure you are a good steward. We can't expect to be praying and be blessing, blessed if we're working against ourselves, you know, not spending our time wisely, you know, not using talents, not developing talents, um, not taking care of our bodies, we're sick and we keep doing the same thing, making us sicker. Uh, and then your treasure, if you're not returning a faithful tithe and offering, then you know how can we expect, or using your money to buy drugs or alcohol or stuff that hurts you, how can we expect a full blessing of God? I want to read a verse right quick, Ephesians 5, 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And we're going to ask you to start your year off right by supporting this awesome ministry that you're watching right now. And you can support this ministry by cash out, and that is at dollar sign, T-O-P giving, 
or you can go to evidenceorg, evidencegiving.org and look for Tabernacle of Praise, Seventh-day Adventist Church. And then there's one more way you can look us up online. You should do that anyway. Contact us. Let us know. We love you. We want you to be a part of us and we want to help you and serve you in whatever way we can. So you can look us up at top topsdachurch.org. That's topsdachurch.org. And we're going to go back to Pastor Fields and we hope that everybody will have a prosperous, awesome, wonderful new year this year. Take care of yourselves and make this a great day. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Lakita, for her, um, giving us that information on how to be faithful givers, faithful stewards of God's um, time, temple, and talent. Amen. We thank God for you. Amen. Um, we are truly blessed. I don't know um, if our, um, our, you, our Facebook page is up and running, um, but we are um, working on that. We thank God for it you who have joined in here on our YouTube channel. We thank God for you. Um, we are truly um, blessed and honored to be able to um, be on these different platforms. And of course, every now and again, there are hiccups, but we um, just know that God is a very present help in the time of storm. So we thank God for you for being here with us. So continue to look for those that are on our Facebook page. Um, um, we'll have that up and running. Um, we thank God for you um, during this time. Um, we will go and continue to keep it moving. We'll continue to keep it moving. Listen, there are some things that we need to um, just deal with, amen, some things that we need to just be mindful of as we move forward um, in this year, 2022. Um, one of the things that I want us to be mindful of is our church family, amen, and um, especially our youth. Our youth, um, we want to make sure that we are intentional about connecting uh, with our young people, that we're reaching out to our young people, um, that we know where they are, amen. Um, there's a lot going on um, in a youth's world, amen. I'm, I, we we were all young at one point time or another. Um, and so there's a lot going on. And so we want to keep our young people in prayer. <clears throat> also, we want to remember our seniors in prayer as we um, prepare our hearts and minds for um, our prayer. Um, we know that God is a very present help in the time of storm. And a lot of our seniors, they haven't been back um, to the church since this whole COVID thing started. <clears throat> Even though our doors may have been open. We still didn't get the return back um, that we, you know, um, um, we would love to have. Um, but we thank God for those that did come back and spend that time with us um, in our um, physical space. But some of our seniors just wasn't able to make it back. So listen, let's please connect with our seniors. Let's reach out to them. Let's let them know that, that, that um, we have not forgotten about them. Um, also, we want to remember all of those that are battling with health challenges. There is um, a lot of issues that are going on, not just um, in the St. Louis area, um, but throughout um, the United States, throughout the world. There is sickness, there's um, new variant that has shown up, um, and it seems like it's one variant after the next is another one, and then here is another, and, and it's just so much um, going on, and so there have been a lot of sickness um, these last few weeks um, um, coming into this new year. Um, and so we want to remember all of our church family, our friends, our loved ones that are battling with health challenges. And normally what we would do, we would have you write those prayers down and my wife will stand by and record. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to do that at this time. 
Um, but we still, if you so choose, um, we have individuals that are, are viewing, that are watching um, online as well. And if you want to still put it in the chat that way, those that are viewing will be able to um, pray with us and pray for you. Amen. Um, whatever that issue is, be it a, a marriage, be it a, a grandson or a granddaughter, um, be it a, a, um, a, a, a job, uh, your health situation. Um, whatever that issue is, um, we want to be able to lift those things up in prayer. Um, we are celebrating. Uh, we are involved in a 10 day, um, 10 days of prayer um, where we started on this past um, Wednesday was the initiative, but we actually started it on that Thursday. But we've been praying every night, um, every night at at um, 7 p.m. And um, I, I wish I had given you the the um, the um, graph to my technician so he could have put that up. Um, but we've been praying nightly uh, over different issues, over um, different things that have been that is going on and plaguing our land. And we'll be meeting again tonight at seven o'clock um, where we call into our top line and we have this time of prayer together. Um, and so we want to encourage us as we go through this initiative um, this isn't just a top thing. This is a, um, a conference-wide, a, a um, um, Adventist-wide. This is a worldwide initiative um, where we have individuals that are gathering. Some are gathering on the Zoom platform. Some are gathering in their physical building. Um, some are gathering on the phone line. Some have even um, got creative and have different little sects going on within their community. Um, and so, but we want to be prayerful um, during this time um, that God, Holy Spirit will, will fall down on us as we move forward by faith. Um, so at this time, um, we want you to prepare your hearts um, and your mind um, as we enter into um, a word of prayer. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are thankful for this privilege and we thankful we're so thankful for this opportunity um, opportunity that you have given us to be able to come on this platform to be able to spend this time with you um, again father we take nothing for granted um, but in all things we give thanks we bless you for our last night lying down and our early morning rising we give you praise we give you honor, we give you glory, for we know that it is not I, but it is Christ that dwells on the inside. You know um, what we need before we're in need of it. So we humbly come um, before your throne, um, seeking your guidance and seeking your presence um, over our lives. Um, Father, there have been so many um, that have been plagued with sickness and illnesses. And so we're asking that you will cover um, each one if I can call out a name or two, oh God, I will call out um, Sister Opal, um, who is desperately in need of your touch on her life. But Father, we pray for her sister, uh, Sister Betty, who is there with her, caring for her, her brother, uh, Brother Lewis, who is there uh, caring for her, being there with her. We pray that you will surround Sister Opal with your love. Surround her with your arms and hold her up and let her know, oh God, that you have her in the palm of your hand and that you know exactly what she's experiencing right now, Father. For you 
declare in your word that you are in touch with the infirmities, oh God. And so we ask that you be with Sister Opal. We ask that you will cover the Rackley family, uh, uh, Deacon Rackley, who will be speaking words of comfort um, to his family as the loss of his brother. Um, we ask that you will hold him up. Um, he and his brother were close, oh God. We pray that you would give him strength. We pray that you would give him words of, of wisdom um, as he speak to his family, um, as he share his faith with his family and that somebody will be drawn to you as a result of his ministry and his effort and his, and his desire to be used by you during this difficult time. Father, I ask that you will be with all those families um, who are battling with this, this disease called COVID. Um, we know that this disease has nothing on the disease called sin. Uh, but Father, one day you said that, that you will come and you will uh, uh, wipe away all tears and you will uh, dry all of the eyes and, 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 and that one day you will come and take us to that place not made with hands. Uh, but until then, oh God, as we remain here on this planet, on this earth, we're asking that you will cover each, each body that is stricken with this sickness. We pray, oh God, that you will be with, with our mental state. Some of us, our mental state is deplenishing, oh God. We are, we are depleted, oh God. We, we're at our wits end um, and we need you to, to pull us through, pull us up and pull us out, oh God. We need you to do that for us. And so God, without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, Father, we are more than conquerors. So cover each family, cover each child, um, each teacher, uh, cover each, each student, oh God, um, who is battling with this, each first responder, um, each nurse and doctor that are on the front lines, oh God, we pray for each one of them as well. Um, and we just thank you, oh God, again for um, just being a great God to us, just being so amazing. Uh, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard uh, what you have in store for us. And so, Father, do what you do. Um, as we meet nightly to pray, as we meet daily to pray, do what you do, oh God, um, and create in all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us, that wherever we go, God, or whatever it is that we do, um, that your name will be glorified. Listen, Lord, I love talking to you. I love spending this time with you this morning. I love just sharing my thoughts with you and just hearing your thoughts for us, oh God. So, so just have your way. Continue to use us as never before. Pour out a double portion. Be with the Wellington family right now. Be with Elder Wellington, who is also in need of your touch uh, for healing over his life and over his body. Oh God, I pray for the Harris family. I pray for the Tabernacle of Praise family, the McCrave. I just cover us. Oh God, be with my mom and my siblings as well and cover my family, oh God. And again, we will be ever so mindful uh, to give you all the honor and all the glory and all the, it's just a blessing to be able to call on your name, to be able to speak to you, God, to be able to declare your word. Um, we are honored and we're blessed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen again. God is good. Amen. I, I, I could have just stayed there. 
uh, all day long and just talking to the Lord. I, I just felt that I just felt that peace right there uh, because he he is so good to us. Amen. He is so good to us. Um, so at this time, I want you to prepare your hearts as we hear uh, from our very own sister, Beverly uh, Stewart Anderson. Hear ye the woman of, of God. The song says, my help, all of my help cometh from the Lord.
Amen. Amen. God is good. God is so good. All of my help comes from the Lord. We are so thankful, Sister Beverly, for um, that song of meditation um, as we um, know that all of our help, no matter what it is, it comes from the Lord. Whatever you need, um, whatever you're in desire, whatever you desire, uh, whatever it is that is going on, um, all of our help uh, comes, from, comes from the Lord. Um, we're just so thankful again as we are here in this space to be able to just worship <clears throat> and magnify the name of the Lord. <clears throat> it is indeed an honor and a privilege to be able to just come on this platform um, to be able to just share a word from the Lord. Um, I don't know about you, but I believe that, that these are the last days. I believe that these are the times that we need to repair, really prepare ourselves uh, for what is to come. We know that Jesus is soon to return. We know that, that Jesus is soon to, to, re, to, re, to come and take his people um, with him. Um, and so we wanna be mindful of the fact that we have a responsibility um, as children um, of the most high God. Um, and so I know that um, we are here to hear a word um, and I do have a word. I believe I do have a word from the Lord. Um, and so I'm asking that you would turn with me um, to the book of um, Psalms, um, Psalms um, 31, Psalms 31. And we want to begin with verse nine, um, verse nine, that Psalms 31 um, is where we want to pick our, start our digging from, if you will, Psalms 31. And we want to look at verse, um, um, start at verse nine. We have a lot of different little things going on over here. I got my monitor here. I got so much going on over here. So you see me looking around. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot happening right here in this little space. Amen. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so, so, so caught up here. Um, I pray we can get through this thing. Amen. Um, I know our, our YouTube is up and running. I believe, uh, for whatever reason, I, our, um, our um, Facebook, um, but I am streaming from um, my wife's, I believe is your Facebook um, account. So um, our Facebook page, I believe that's how they work. Uh, but we wanna make sure that we get this message out to um, the world. And so if you turn with me to the book of Psalms 31, Psalms 31, I wanna read in your hearing, verse nine through uh, verse 18, Psalms 31, uh, verse 9 through 18, which says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye waste away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief and my years with singing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. My bones waste away. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and am repulsive to my acquaintances. Those who see me outside flee from me. Uh, verse 12 says that I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I hear the slander of many. Uh, fear is on every side while they take counsel together against me. They, they scheme 
to take away my life. Uh, let's continue on. Let's continue on. But as for me, the text says in verse 14, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. I'm going to close out here with verse 16, which simply says, make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Save me for your mercy's sake. I want to uh, just spend a little time um, on verse uh, 15 and 16. That's where we will uh, pitch our tent. Um, it says that my times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Verse 16 says, make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Today, I want us to spend a little time on just the idea, just the thought in God's timing. In God's timing. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to be on this um, platform to be able to come before you in this manner. Uh, God, we ask your Holy Spirit to fall afresh on us today, that you will speak to our hearts and our minds, that you will cover us, oh God, with your, with your glory, with your presence. Come into this space even now. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In God's timing, in God's timing. You know, uh, I remember, and I hope my daughters don't mind me sharing this information here, but I remember when my daughters were younger, one of the things that we used to do with them that they used to like for us to do, believe it or not, um, was when they would do their homework or do their assignments, uh, they would love to be placed on a timer. Uh, honey, you remember that? We used to put that on the timer. Hey, Amen. She's sitting over there. She looked at me like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> uh, we used to place them on a timer. Amen. They used to enjoy the timer. They used to want us to set the timer. Sometime I would forget to get the timer out, to give them so much time for them to, to do their homework or do their uh, particular assignment. It was like a challenge to them for the timer. And so I remember one time I forgot to get the timer and they said, Daddy, we need the timer. So I went and got the timer. I set the timer and gave them something like maybe 20 minutes uh, to complete a particular assignment. And and I remember when the timer went off, uh, uh, one of my daughters, who name shall remain nameless, uh, 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 needed a little bit more time. Uh, she said, Daddy, I need about 10 more minutes. Uh, and, and, and so I, you know, being the, the humble dad and the gracious dad that I am, you know, I got to build myself up. Uh, uh, being the awesome dad that I am, I don't want to toot my own horn, uh, but just being the amazing dad that I am. <laughs> I would give her 10 minutes. I know some of you thought I was going to say I was going to give her 15. I know it, I know it, I know it. But I'll give her 10 more minutes. To my surprise, she only needed five minutes. 
And I remember when she would finish uh, 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 the assignments before the timer would go off, I would say, okay, let's move on to the next project. But she would say, hold up, daddy. We got five minutes. Now I could do what I want to do. She was manipulating time. She was using time for her advantage, which I'm not mad at her. Amen. But what is time? I have it down here uh, from uh, the Cambridge Dictionary. Uh, I, I don't know if you, if you even ever wondered uh, about what time really means. What does it really mean? Uh, but the Cambridge Dictionary tells us that time is the part of existence counted in minutes, hours, years, or a period in history. Oh, yes. Before there was time, I want us to know this. Before there was time, there was God. Amen. God was at the starting line that fired the gun that told time when to start. Time. I like the way Ecclesiastes put it. Ecclesiastes chapter three, a very familiar passage. Some of us know it by heart, uh, but it simply says there is a time for everything. This is from the NIV and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate and a time for war and a time for peace. Psalms 31, our reading is one of three Psalms that appear, uh, appear prominently in the story of Jesus's passion. Uh, as we look at the time, as we look at time, everything that takes place in God's timing. You see, for the gospel writer, this psalm, along with Psalms 22 and Psalm 69, seems to have expressed better than any other passages the nature of Jesus's suffering and his emotional turmoil while being rejected, betrayed, and crucified, all under the direction of God's timing. Verse 30, uh, uh, Psalm 31 appears explicitly only one time in Luke chapter 23, uh, verse 46, where Jesus quotes in verse 5, the first part, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, but the entire psalm, Psalms 31, provides appropriate backdrop for Jesus' passion. That's right. The psalm is a prayer by one who suffers and in that suffering puts complete trust in God. God never 
early. God is never late. God is always on time. I wish I had a couple witnesses out there for those that are viewing on Facebook. If you can just drop that in the chat, that God is always on time. If you're viewing on YouTube, if you can just drop that in the chat and just let everybody know that God is always on time. God's perfect timing does two things for us. Here we go. It grows our faith as we are forced to wait and trust in God. God and it makes certain that he and he alone, he alone gets the glory and the praise for pulling us through. Now, I don't know about you. I don't want nobody getting the glory for what God has done for me. So Psalm, if we look at the Psalms 31, the apparent there's hopelessness. In other words, in this distress, in David's distress, uh, he uh, uh, depended entirely on the merciful goodness of God. If we look at verses one uh, and two, and then he goes on, he knows God's character well enough to be assured that God will save him. Now, I don't know about you. Do we have anyone out there that know that God will save you. Do you know God well enough to know that in spite of what you're going through, that God will save you, that God will bring victory to those who trust in him and judgment to those who reject him for others' sake? Do you not know that God is right there, that his timing is right on time, that God knows exactly what you need before you are in need of it. Nevertheless, the Psalms faith is at times shaken by intensity of his suffering. That's right. David went through some things. David experienced some things, and there were times where his faith was questionable. There are times when we go through things. Sometimes we experience things, and we are wondering, where is God? What is happening right now physically and spiritually? Uh, We feel helpless almost at the point of despair. David experienced that here in Psalms 31. His enemies plot against him. His friends have deserted him. And yet David trusts in the steadfast love of God believing that God will deliver him and will destroy his enemies. Do we have anyone out there today that understand and know that God will deliver you, that God will take care of your enemies, of your haters? Do we have anyone out there that understand that we serve a God who works things out according to his timing? and I get it, I understand like you, I'm the same way when things get a little hot, when things get a little heated, when things get a little overwhelmed, I look for God to show up, not tomorrow, but right now God show up. 
David, David knew that God, he knew the God in whom he trusts is unfailing, faithful into his people. And he recalls how God has saved him in the past. He urged all of God's people to love and to trust the patience and the courage of God to stay in the fight. Don't give up. They, what he encouraged to don't give up on the struggle, but stay in the fight. And they will have uh, the strength to bear whatever troubles that they will meet. So let's look, let's learn how the Bible in Psalms uh, 31, how uh, uh, this here passage, how uh, uh, it, 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 it will direct us into a better and a closer relationship with our God. When we understand first, uh, 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 the first one, the covering uh, 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 of God over his people, that God will always stand with his people, that God will always be right there with his children, that God will always cover his children, that God will always fight for his children, no matter what the problem is, no matter what the, the situation is, that God is always fighting, and he's always making a way out of no way, and if I could just look through the lens of God, and if I could just stop for a minute, I can just see God as we are faced with situations where in our limitations, in our limitations of understanding and our limitations of seeing the different avenues that God is standing back, seeing so many different ways and so many different avenues and so many different opportunities that he can use. The reason why God may be taking a little while is because God is trying to decide, okay, I could use this one right here, uh, uh, but, but I could also use that one over there. And, and God has so many ways to deliver his children that he just needs to just pick one. And say, God, God, I, I know I, I know you have so many, uh, uh, but, but it, you know, some of these, just, just, just pick one. Just pick one to, to deliver me. Just pick one to, to get me out of this situation, to get me out of this drama. Lord, just pick one. I know you have many ways to deliver me. There are so many ways that you can pull me through. There are so many ways. And God, I know with you, any way is the best way. I know you're looking for the best way. You're looking for the right way. And you're looking for the awesome way. But God, anything in your hand is the best way. Anything in your hand is the right way. Just pick one, God. Just pick one. You see, we understand that 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 what David what David was experiencing here, uh, this mixture between trust and trial. That's right. David uh, uh, was was in the middle of trusting God as well as in the midst of a trial. Indeed, David says, "Oh Lord, do I put my trust? Uh, let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in Thy righteousness. Bow down Thy ear to me. Deliver me speedily." Be thou my strong rock for a house of defense to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me, God. Lord, lead me and guide me along the way. 
Uh, David understood. David, David understood. So, so he prayed a prayer declaring that he put his trust in the Lord. And if I can just put a pen right there, my brothers and sisters, to encourage each and every one of you who are viewing this message today, uh, that you will simply put your trust in the Lord uh, in spite of your circumstances, in spite of your situation. Just put your trust in the Lord, asking God to hear you when you call, to ask God to hear you when you pray. David was asking God to hear him. David was simply asking God to hear him, not just hear him, but hear him speedily, God. Lord, Lord, I need you to show up right now. Lord, show up not tomorrow. Show up right now, Father. Father, I feel as if I can't go any further. And I hear you out there. I hear you out there. You said, I know feelings, a feeling you feel like. I get it. I understand. But let's be real in the house tonight. Most of us, if not all, all of us, we operate off of feelings. That's why some of us fell in love. Yeah, you was you, your feelings. Amen. Uh, amen. You fell in love. Your feelings. We are emotional creatures. Let's just be real about this thing. Uh, we are emotional creatures. Lord, I need you to show up right now, God. I need you to help me right now. I like that. I like the fact that when, when David prayed that he said, Lord, I need you to hear me speedily. I need you to show up right now. I, I, I really need you, God, to do it right now, Father. I really can't afford for you to wait any longer. My mind is about to explode. Some of us are out here and you're going through horrific moments and your body is aching. You're racked with pain. You've been dealing with this sickness for quite some time, but like the woman with the issue of blood, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I've been to this physician and that physician. I've talked to this psychic and uh, 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 psychologist and this counselor. I walked with this person and I walked with that person and I've done all of these things and Lord, nothing has helped. And I know the Lord is trying to get us to move to a space where we trust him completely. But let's just be honest out here. Some of us have called the the hotline. Some of us have looked into different avenues and, and, and different means for God, for, 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 for answers to your problems. Some of us have tried so many things. Some of us have gotten to our wits end. Some of us have found ourselves in desperate places where we found ourselves doing things that we thought that we would never do because we need relief. We need deliverance. Some of us have ventured out into areas and psychics and psychologists and done things and, and explored avenues. And some of us have entered into dark places trying to get answers to their problems. You're still trying to get answers. You're seeking things and you're looking into things and you're going into places that is not of God because you're looking for something right now. And Lord, what I'm asking of you, Father, is to Today is to move right now. David is experiencing this mixture uh, between trust and trial. So I am a man of action. He says that I like God to work quickly 
when I am in trouble. I, 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 I want God to show up right now. And I believe, my brothers and sisters, that we serve a God that is a right now God. I believe that we serve a God that is an on time God. I believe we serve a God that if we put our faith and trust in him, I'm not just talking some, some mansy pansy face. I'm talking about trusting God with your very life. And some of us, we say we trust him, but we don't display that trust in the way that we live. We don't display that trust in the way that we deal with our time and our talents and our temple. We don't display that trust. We say one thing, but we do another. Let's be real in the house today, oh God. Let us just be real and be transparent today. Most of us, if not all of us, we want God to do something for us that we're not willing to do for him. We need to be more faithful to God, more trusting in God, more, more, more leaning on God. Be more of a witness and a more of a vessel. So David had this mixture between trusting and trial. Not only that, but David, David trial, uh, the trial is overcome by the trust. That's right. As we continue to move on uh, in verse 10, uh, uh, verse 10, uh, uh, as we move to our passage, uh, uh, verse 10, simply for my life is spent with grief. Uh, 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 in other words, the word uh, he renders spent does not mean merely past. In other words, at, it is commonly now used as when we say we spent our time as such a place or in such a manner, but in the more proper meaning of the word as denoting consumed or wasted away or destroyed. In other words, he spent with grief, wasted away. All of my time was spent in grief. I couldn't do anything else but grieve. David understood the pain. David understood the agony. David understood uh, 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 the, 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 the moment uh, uh, that he was in. And he goes on to say, in my years with sighing. So David understood uh, the pain. David understood the agony. David knew the struggle. This is why years was wasted and consumed with sighing instead of being devoted to active toil and useful effort. They are exhausted or wasted away with grief. And I don't know how many of us out here under the sound of my voice that the drama in your life is so tremendous, it's it, 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 it so heavy, where, 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 where your, your time is just being wasted away with grieving, wasted away with turmoil, is being wasted away. We can't be effective. COVID has come along. I can't be effective. I can't be as productive. And it seems as if my time is simply wasting away. God, we need you now. We need you now, oh God, like never before to show up in a mighty way in our homes and on our jobs because the pressure is getting us to a place if it doesn't already have some there where our time is being wasted away. Oh God, we need you. We need you, Lord. We need you to do a great work in our lives. He says, my strength 
faileth because of my iniquities. Lord, I don't have the strength to go on any further. I'm depleted right now. Lord, I want to go, as the Bible says, the spirit is willing, but my body is weak. I want to go. I want to get out of this comfort, this, this, this comfort zone. I want to get back into the fight, Father. But it seemed like I've been beaten and I've been battered and I've been torn and I just don't feel it anymore. God, I need you to show up today to have me to get me back to that place where I can move through the day-to-day as I once did. You see, when everything goes wrong, when, when all of our dreams come crashing down around us, when, when friends and neighbors shun or forsake us, when even uh, the, 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 the consciousness uh, of our own sins passes heavily upon our conscience, what is to be done. Uh, These verses are are, are the answers. We cry mightily unto God. Lift up thy penitence voice unto God. Pour out my soul to the Father. And I simply cry out, God, have your way. Have mercy on me, O God. The man after God's own heart did hear. David, a man after God's own heart, did here in verse 15 right here. He said, my times are in thy hands. And I love the way David said it because sometimes we, 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 we misunderstand that David is saying, my times. In other words, we have to understand that all the very events, happy or sad, which make up the part, the believer's life, the good days and the, and the bad days. Lord, all of these things are in your hand. And I know sometimes we want to just give it to the good days. But Lord, you see, even my bad days are in your hand. My good days are in your hand. When the blessings are falling, they're in your hand. When the curses are coming, oh God, you are still in control and you are still able to turn the ship and make the crooked roll straight, oh God. It's all in your hands, oh God. Make my face to shine upon thy servant, O God. Uh, oh, oh, yes, this statement is evidently inspired by number six, verse 25, uh, uh, which commonly referred to Aaron's blessings. The full text of this passage in Numbers 1 uh, of the most precious in the Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Psalms have several quotations from the Aramic blessings. So, uh, uh, the Psalms is a very powerful, powerful book. Psalms 31 is a reminder that we need to know where our help comes from. We need to know that it is God that is orchestrating the moves in a believer's life. 
I need us to understand and know that when the troubles show up, that God is aware of it. I need us to understand when you wake up with pain in your body, that God uh, understands that you have to understand and believe that the enemy have no control over your life, that he can't do anything to you unless God gives him the stamp of approval. So if you're going to it, uh, God will bring you through it. If God has woke you up this morning and God has started you on your way, you can bet to believe that God is able to bring you to the end because he that had begun a good work in you is faithful to bring it to completion, that God will not start something and leave it half done. So I trust God this morning. I believe God this morning. I, I, I trust in the Lord God that he will bring me through, that he will give me everything that I need. I trust him this morning. In these times of trial, I trust him. His eyes was consumed with grief. David understood that his years were spent with sighing and with strength has failed him and his bones were consumed that he was reproached among his neighbors and dreaded by his acquaintances when 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 he was forgotten as a dead man and when uh, uh, he was surrounded uh, with calls of alarm then the bible says uh, he trusted in god uh, then uh, he began uh, to confirm uh, his walk with god his confidence did not fail he believed that god was his father and his friend i don't know about you but i've come to realize that sometimes God has to allow stuff to show up in our lives to get us back to the place where we see him as the number one, where we see him as the only God. Sometimes God has to allow drama to show up just to get us back to that place where we trust him a little bit more. Sometimes God has to allow tragedy to show up just to get us back to praying just a little bit more. Sometimes God have to shut the church doors back down and get us back on the Zoom call to get us back on this platform so that we'll begin to realize that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes God have to allow these things to happen to get us back to that place where we're praying a little bit more, where we're trusting him a little bit more, where we're leaning on him just a little bit more where we're calling on him just a little bit more where we're listening to him just a little bit more sometime god have to allow the struggle and our life to become so real it appears to be a nightmare sometimes god has to allow stuff to get shut down and locked up and broke down sometimes god have to allow the pain to be excruciating so that when he delivers us mm, that we'll understand and know that he is a healer that he is a deliverer sometimes god have to allow uh, our children to stray away uh, just so that we can have the faith uh, and so that our children will know uh, that he is not just mama's god uh, but he's my god too uh, because when i found my
myself in a troublesome place um, that it was my prayer. I prayed to God. I called on God. And that's what our babies are experiencing right now. They're entering into a dimension uh, in their walk where they are now having to experience God for their self. No more are we making them because when we as parents, uh, as they get a little older, when we make them go to church, uh, what we do, we build resistance uh, against not just them and us, uh, but against them and God. It has to be their choice. That's why the Bible says, whosoever will, let him come. You can't make nobody do nothing. I know I love my girls and I want them in the kingdom too. But at some point, they're going to have to make the decision for themselves, just like you had to make the decision. Now, I'm not saying don't encourage them. I'm not saying don't pray for them. But what I am saying, don't beat them into the church. Because we didn't want no one beating us into the church. Uh, uh, David, David said, Lord, I've come to this place where I realize, God, that you have me. Lastly, I want to end with this. Now the triumph that has turned to trusting. Uh, uh, we had to learn to trust God. We had to learn to depend on God, our triumph and his trusting. The, the Lord is our refuge and strength when trouble whenever trouble of any variety knocks on our door. You see, as a child of God, we have to understand the safety uh, that God covers us. Uh, he's covered us with his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, you have no need to fear. We have no need to worry. Even when things around us seem to be falling apart. Let me explain something to you, my brothers and sisters. I hope you're understanding me right now, that even when it seems like things are falling apart, when it seems like the rubber is just falling, uh, uh, we have to understand that we are covered. We are under the blood, and it very well may be God is taking you on a new in a new direction. Even in, even, e e even if this this, this earth is removed from its foundation and the mountains slide into the sea. You shall not be moved by fear. God has given you the authority to even speak to the mountains, to speak to the mountains and they shall move. God will bring victory and deliverance in every single situation. That's the God that we serve. Uh, that's right. Every single situation, God will bring about deliverance. Can I just bring in one witness as I bring this thing to a close? I just want to bring in one witness. Can I call on one witness? Can I call just one witness? Can Jesus, do you mind coming and just speaking to the folk just for a member, uh, just, just for a member, uh, a minute as we began to shut this thing down? Can we, can we just hear from Jesus? Can we just hear of his story, uh, his delight? week of Jesus as he entered into Jerusalem on that triumphal uh, entry on that Sunday as he went in during the Passover. Can we just talk about how on that Monday uh, Jesus cleared out the temple? The trouble with righteousness, anger, is that it is much easier for him to, to, to be angry than, than, than to be righteous. Jesus had to deal with these righteous folks, so he had to clean the temple out on that Monday. 
Jesus. Can you just share with them uh, uh, on that Tuesday how you how you began teaching on the Mount of Olives, uh, where you began to prophesy, where where you began to speak about things and began to share enlightenment. And on that Wednesday, this was known as the Spy Wednesday. Why? Because this was the day that Judas led the soldiers. Now known uh, where Jesus let let them know where Jesus could be found. We we, we see here uh, that uh, that on that on that Wednesday, uh, uh, Jesus also uh, we withered the uh, withered fig tree. Jesus just shared just a little bit with him on that Thursday Jesus began to speak uh, to his disciples as he gathered them in the upper room and as he began to break out the last supper uh, uh, yes sir uh, uh, on that uh, on that Thursday uh, Jesus was then betrayed uh, Jesus understood that even in tragedy that even when all things were crumbling around him as he was doing good as he was doing what the father has sent him down here to do uh, and as he looked around over this last week it seemed like everything was just crumbling all around him friends ran out on him folk began to betray him those that he healed that once that cream screamed hosanna hosanna to the highest are now screaming crucify him crucify him on that friday they crucified my savior but jesus understood that there was victory even in the trial jesus understood that there was great joy even in the trial because as he lay there on that Friday as they crucified him oh we like to go from Friday uh, to Sunday but I cannot tell you what he did on Saturday can I just talk about what he did on Saturday oh I love what he did on Saturday oh I'm just gonna share with you right now what he did on Saturday on Saturday he simply rested that's right he recuperated he rested up uh, on that Saturday oh it takes me back to the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth uh, and the Bible says uh, that on the seventh day uh, the Bible said that God rested uh, from all of his work uh, that God simply rested uh, oh that's what I love talking about uh, on that Saturday when Jesus rested but early Sunday morning Oh, oh, the Bible says uh, that on that early Sunday morning, it was on that Sunday morning after Jesus uh, had rested, uh, after Jesus took a rest uh, from all of his work, uh, no more haters, uh, no more individuals accusing him, uh, no more drama. He simply rested. Uh, that's what the Sabbath should mean to us, my brothers and sisters, uh, where we simply come to, on God's day uh, and we rest. Uh, from all of our cares and uh, we rest uh, from all of our struggles and we rest uh, from all of the problems uh, and we rest uh, from the cares of this world. Why? Because on Sunday, Jesus said on Sunday, early Sunday morning, the Bible says that he rose with all power in his hand. Uh, that's why I love him today, oh God. That's why I love him today, uh, because the promise of Psalms 46, as I close, uh, uh, the foundation of every blessings uh, in our lives simply reminds us that says that God is our refuge and strength, uh, a very present help uh, in the time of storm. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the 
mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with swellings. Oh, God is my refuge. God is my restoration. God is my source and my strength. Whom shall I fear? That's why I can move today. That's why I can move today. You see, my life, you know, when my daughters were young, as I talked about earlier, they used to like for that timer to be set. But I need you to understand and know, my brothers and sisters, that there is a timer that God has set. And while my daughter used to say, Daddy, can you give me 10 more minutes? And when I would give her 10 more minutes and that 10 more minutes, uh, she would get finished in five, you know, uh, uh, we can't go back and recount that time. Not with God's time. God has a time set for every last one of us. And he know when to pull us out. And he know when to push us in. He know when to push pause. And he know when to push play. And so I want to encourage you as I close, you shall continue to trust God even when you can't trace him. And know that he sees you right where you are, and he will deliver you in God's timing. Father, there may be somebody that have witnessed this message today. And Father, they may come back at a later date or they may come at a later date to view this message. And Father, we just want it to be known that you are a faithful God, that you are trustworthy, and that we can depend on you. We thank you so much for what you have done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do in the lives of your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Again, thank you so much. That's my time with you today. I pray that something was said that drew your hearts to God. Thank you so much, um, Sister Yvette. I thank God for um, all of you who have been viewing, who have been watching. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Continue to go in God's peace. And we'll meet again on next Sabbath. God bless you and have a blessed rest of the day. God bless you.